I'll never hide. I can't, I'm too shiny. Watch me dazzle like a diamond in the rough. Strap my stuff, my stuff is so shiny. Send your armies, but they'll never be enough. My shell's too tough, my where man. You can try, 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 but you can't expect a demigod to be the take apart. Pick it up, you will die, die, die. Now it's time for me to take apart. You're aching hard. Far from the ones who abandoned you, chasing the love of these Say what you mean. Hello and welcome to this week's... Oh, I'm not recording that video. Uh, video. <laughs> okay. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff and... And I'm who? Jake. Jacob! Jacob! The worst part about video is everybody seeing me sweat like a pig, dude. Like a fat Hawaiian pig. Do people see you sweat? Sweat, I don't know. Can you see it? I just look shiny, okay. shiny, like that song on yeah, Moana. I mean, that's kind of a. I mean, that's a kind of a bright light. I know. We got to do something about lighting in here eventually. How goes it? Well, right now, currently, yeah, I'm dealing with swollen like lymph glands. Oh, Jesus! Get out of here! Dude, it hurts. No, this happens to me all the time. Like, not because I'm sick. Okay. It. Are you? Do you have allergies? No, I have. Um, Saliva gland stones. Oh, is that a thing? It's a thing. Does it hurt? Uh, when when they get like aggravated. Yeah. Because, yeah. Mm, how, do, so, how, like, how does I that have, happen? I feel like I have like legitimate rocks like <gasps> underneath my jaw. I saw you kind of fidgeting a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry, if, dude. If I, if I like eat, I went to the store to try to find uh, lemon drops. Uh huh. So I can like something like lemon heads or something like that to like. Suck on something sour, it helps. Oh. All I could find were sweet tarts, which is not mm, enough. I'm oh. sorry. You want to just take shots of lemon juice? Mm, no, I'm good. Oh, okay. This week's episode is brought to you by Cerveza, which translates to parenting. Nice. <laughs> I'm having a hell of a week. Yeah. And I've, I've just been pounding cervezas, dude. <laughs> like, the nice weather doesn't hurt, but I'm just like, dear God. <laughs> dear God. Anyways, um, I'm sorry about your glands, dude. Thanks, Do you want to hear about my glands? <laughs> oh. Anyways, dude, it has been a wild one. Mm. I feel like, I can't believe it's only Thursday. Um, I have a list of things. I don't know what you have, but last week I want to thank you for putting up TTR. Hmm. Yeah. Excellent episode. Glad I listened to it. Hopefully you all did as well. Did you listen to it? What the f- What the- I don't, I don't, you never No, I'm just it. saying that for clout. <laughs> I mean, you might. I don't know. Of course I. I listen every time. Hmm. Usually I don't get to it as soon as I did. I did that day. Oh, wow. Well, thank you. Oh, wait. Wasn't that day? No, it was- Friday. I listened to it Friday. We had a decent amount of listeners. Okay, okay. Good see. Good. Thank you, guys. Yeah, well, thank you, because I had another gallstone attack. And this was from Wednesday, literally writhing in my bed, like, working from home and, like, taking claims. Like, oh, uh, yeah, okay. It it was miserable, dude. But I didn't want – I wanted to just fight through it. 
And then I started feeling better Wednesday night, and then Thursday or Wednesday night, it just it hit me again. I just I was up all night and just in pain, so I didn't go to work Thursday, and then you, we didn't record, and you posted the episode, and then I called the surgeon, and now I'm waiting to schedule a surgery because I don't want this to happen. I, I couldn't tell you what I ate that was like, quote, high in fats that initiate these attacks. Mm-hmm. Usually it's high-fat foods. Um, so I've been intentionally avoiding high-fat foods. Ate nothing out of the norm, was down and out. Mm. So I don't know. I mean, it could be the alcohol, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I was happy to post it. I had just recorded it. so That that day? Uh, no, the day before. Oh, It's good stuff. I love it. I was telling someone about it today. Um, and just about how, I don't know, It's it's, I miss doing it. Because it's providing, I think, just uh, uh, necessary information. I think it's fun. It's it's history, right? Mm-hmm. It's what we went to school for. It's what we enjoy. So getting to listen to that is a resource of history. Mm-hmm. I like that. You know, I sure. don't have to go seek something out that, like, am I going to enjoy this? It's my friend talking about things that I find interesting. So if you aren't listening to it, that's what you're missing out on. Well, I mean... I don't know if this is a fair thing to be to get kind of I'm not going to say upset about, but it just kind of chafes me a little bit. Yeah, because ever since our very first episode, I feel like one of the things people have always said about the show to the Republic when okay. we first recorded yeah, yeah. and we, we we gave the pitch. Episode, the volume levels. <laughs> oh man! Oh, that's such a good inside joke. That was a nice. That, that was a good one. That was a good one. I quit over that. I know you did. You rage quit over that. <laughs> Except I recorded an episode the very next month. Yeah. But uh, anyway, because that's just what I do. I quit, but then don't actually quit. I just need a second to calm down. Yeah. The uh, anyway. Um, you just need a. We've drop. always been told. Yeah. That. The stuff that people hear in the episode, it's like stuff I learned in high school. Yeah. I feel like that is kind of a little bit of an insult. Oh. Because. Mm-hmm. Now, the our very first pitch episode, the people at the radio station, like the the, the big wigs at the yeah, radio yeah, st- yeah. big wigs in her mm-hmm. air quotes, it said the same thing to us. And I've heard that repeated even up to yesterday talking with... Uh, officer carter carter connor okay and he was like yeah, it's stuff i listened to i, I stuff i learned in high school mm-hmm. in high school it's like well i mean you didn't learn i did yeah. anybody no. actually no. learn about the for the continental congresses no like yeah you may have heard of the boston tea party yes in high school which you vaguely kind of like vaguely referenced mm-hmm. you didn't get into the boston tea party intentionally no because that's what people learned about in high school. Exactly. I feel like we, <laughs> I feel like our show has always done a much deeper dive into yeah. topics. And then there's no way any any high school, <laughs> any high school class you have ever taken has gone into British mercantile <laughs> economic <laughs> policy. So to give context yeah. into the colonial, like the colonial imperial right, economic right. superstructure, like. 
I I don't know. I just feel like saying like basically our show is just an extension of your high school mm. like a history course is a little underserving of what of the depth in which we created that show mm-hmm. and have like the I think the level we've kept it at yeah. for a long time or the intention even like addressing um the voting rights and uh, immigration uh, we didn't. We went over some general stuff, right? But then what does it mean, right? The why. Mm-hmm. That's what we explore. High school kind of says, here's the information. Why don't, why don't you try to tell me why? Yeah. Maybe. It's like, yeah, here's your text. Here's your textbook. Yeah. And then. What I'll, does it say? Tell me what it yeah, says. Yeah. And then you get at the end of each like <laughs> section, you get like a multiple choice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, <clears throat> that's the one. That's the biggest misconception of people who don't study history past high school oh. about history. Okay, I like this. Let's get into this. To them, to most people, and this is not their fault, Yeah, is that history oftentimes just gets associated with, and how many times have we heard this? Like, oh, I'm a history buff, or, oh, I love history, but why would you go and study? (laughs) Why would you just go and study that? It's just names and dates. Mm. Names and dates are just data points. That was the least important focus our entire undergrad. Yeah, I mean, but history is not... The year in which something happened. Yeah. Memorizing, like how high school generally teaches history, at least it taught history when we were in school. I didn't go that far, so (laughs) please tell me what it's like. (laughs) You didn't take a single history course? You had to have. You you were in through your sophomore year, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was in my junior year. Okay. Yeah. You you take history sophomore year. Yeah, but it doesn't mean I went. Ah, fair enough. What do we got next? Yeah, well, let's get uh, well, out you, of here. Made, you made up for it. You got a degree yeah, in that's it. That's true. Um, the <laughs> how history, how at least history was taught. Yeah, like when I went, is that you just the, you memorize the dates that something happened, mm-hmm. and then that's kind of like history, right? Boston yeah. Tea Party happened in 1773. Mm-hmm. The revolution started in 1776. The Civil War ended in 1865. Mm-hmm. Whatever, right? That doesn't tell you anything. Like, it really doesn't tell you shit. And I've always been fascinated with the fact that when we look back, we look at, like, the time... Like, this happened during this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what does that... What else happened? Well, that doesn't tell you anything. It doesn't tell you anything. Like, how do we not apply the concept of, like, what a year in our life looks like and all that happens in within a year of our own life mm-hmm. and then applying that to... Leading up to the Revolutionary War or leading up to the Civil War. Like, they weren't just like one event per year led up to this. Like, <laughs> yeah, there right. were months, mm-hmm. 12 months within a year of things to happen. Yeah, but what, and then also, <clears throat> what was the, what was the context in which right. those things were happening? Like, right? Okay, the, the Civil War happened in 1865, but what was going on in, right. in 1865 that sparked the, or in 1861 that sparked the, the U.S. Civil War, yeah, um, and like really names and dates, mm-hmm. like fine, whatever. George Washington was the first president. Mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln was the sixteenth, right? That doesn't like those are that's cool trivia knowledge. Sure. And I think that's how history has always been taught. Mm. Is just a it's just a how to be good at uh, at trivia, yeah, because. If you can't tell me why it's important, mm. why the Civil War is important, then knowing when it happened means nothing. Yeah. Really, just names and dates are the are the, the raw data in mm-hmm. which historians mm-hmm. then use 
to come up with their narrative, like right. come up with their narratives and explaining why things happen mm-hmm. in a historical way. Mm-hmm. Histori- history is a way of explaining why things happen. Right. It's, a, it's a lens in which you view data. Mm-hmm. Our data is dates and, and names and mm-hmm. actors and the people that like the people yeah. that uh, that cause those events to happen right. in human history. So, yeah, I just always... So when we have created To the Republic, mm-hmm. it's with that explanation of why dates matter or why things, <laughs> people matter. Yeah. Not just so that you can go win your pub trivia. Please, for the next episode... Just list off names and dates. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would be hilarious, dude. Oh, my God. Today, we're going to talk about the the Vietnam War. And then just don't say anything else but names and dates the whole time. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you take that as a slight. Um, now, it, uh, I, like I said, I don't know if it's fair. I don't take it as a slight necessarily. I just take it as it's just uh, it's uh, it's enlightening because it's does it make you look at the show differently in your approach maybe no okay you're like fuck them well <laughs> well because i just think that I, I don't know it's just like no no i don't take it as a, i don't necessarily take it as a slight i yeah. just like it it just chased me a little bit like mm, because so you take it as a slight is that taking it as a slight? <laughs> I don't know. If you're by definition, it, you're, by definition, you feel like it's right, intended fine. to be. It's, it's a little like, bit of a slight. I don't, I don't think it's. In, but the thing is, I don't think it's intentional. That's why I don't take it as a slight mm. necessarily. I think if it was intentional to like insult my yeah. shows, like oh, it's so, uh, it's uh, it's so sophomoric. Yeah, it's very shallow and pedantic. Yeah, then yeah, I would take that as a slight. But I don't think that's the thing is I don't think it's intentional. I just think it's how people have always been taught about histories to yeah. view it in the sense of. Oh, I learned those names and dates when I was in high school. Yeah. It reminds me of high school. Well, I hope they learned something new. Um, I know that uh, Officer Connor wanted to come on and, and on an episode soon, so maybe I'll maybe I'll ask him about it. I'm sure he's listening now, so explain yourself. Yeah, he listens every he 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 does listen pretty much every episode. Yeah, I know, I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh okay. I want to do one eventually, but let me let me kind of uh, if you're okay with me doing oh, one absolutely. with you. absolutely. I me... get so bored of doing myself. <laughs> Let me think about um, something I want to do a deep dive into um, that I think would be kind of fun. <laughs> that I know maybe someone has wasn't taught in middle school or high school. Okay. So we can challenge that. <clears throat> the history of Cervasis? Oh, dude. Okay. No. That's like a fad, dude. Every, <laughs> like, dude, uh, the whole museum's doing like beer exhibits and all that dude they've been doing the beer exhibits since we were in college i'm just like uh, i get it following the trend trying to you know it's smart it is smart but i'm not doing that it's behind the trends we're behind it we're not doing that we're we're what is the word that we are contrarian yes thank you i love that you knew exactly what i was thinking uh this weekend i had a wonderful saturday evening um what I, happened I took the kiddos over to my friend's house and had dinner. Oh, yeah, that's right. You guys came over Saturday. Yes. And I, I was like one of the most relaxing evenings I've had in a really long time. Even with Bo barking all the time? Oh, yeah. No, they don't <laughs> bug me, dude. 
Bo? Yeah. Oh, he's so much. No, he he's he reminds me so much of Logan, mm. but bigger. Logan's needy, and he's always like, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, relax, dude. Bo always so, has the crazy eyes. Yeah, and he's always like, dude, you better, you better, you better. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I got you, dude. I'll give you the nugs, man. I got you. So, no, he doesn't bother me at all. all. Right, all right. Uh, if anyone bothered me, it was Wells. <laughs> <laughs> little he was, hater. He was a whiny little baby. <laughs> He's a hater tater, dude. He's in his, <laughs> Kylie's uh, sister came over yesterday yeah. and he hadn't seen her in a while and did the same exact thing. I'm just kidding. Okay. He's just warming up to us, right? Jen said that uh, when he was over in the chair, she was kind of like tickling his legs and he was kind of smiling a little bit. It's just a matter of warming up and mm-hmm. feeling comfy. Um, me, I'm just like, all right, do shit. I'll leave you alone. Yeah, he's, like, in stra- he's in stranger danger yeah, right now. For sure. So. But I mean, what a what a blast! It was it was a lot of fun with the uh, foster son running around and just being able to just run in that wide open space around the house. We were taking laps. You had your uh, a stroller out back, and he was like, "Huh?" I'm like, "No, we're not getting in that." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was just chill, just hanging out on your porch. Um, uh, the foster son playing in in the play area and all the toys and stuff. Like I think he had a really good time. Good. It was just chill. Yeah, it was a good time. It's a it's a nice. The house it's is quiet. very the va- yeah the house is very old mm-hmm. so it it definitely doesn't it has things about it that are like hard to keep up or just things you just know like are just never going to get better like like what oh just stuff like that just. Stuff in the house is old. I would it's love just, that house. It's just old. I would love to own that house. I love that house. I I would I love to own that. I don't house. think you'd want to own it. I think I would. There's a lot wrong with that. I would. House. I would do it all. I would. <laughs> I put all the money into it. It's a. It's great because one, you said it's quiet. Yeah. It's there's hardly ever any traffic yeah. on that road, so you really can just hang out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's 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 super nice. It's nice to be able to let the dogs out and just run. Let them run. If and, I could build a home. Brand new 2023 mm-hmm. to that model, I would do it. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yep. I love the out, the out, the, the the layout. I love the basement. I love the upstairs. I'm sure it's different living into it. Yeah, in it, but the, the basement uh, is just all concrete. I love that. <laughs> I love that, dude. I'm pretty sure it's haunted. Yeah, Jen was like, "What would you do with?" the basement i said what wouldn't i do there'd be a podcast space i'd have my instruments down there like to jam i'd probably have a ping pong table oh i would rage if i had if i like owned that house mm-hmm. right yeah i love it i yeah. love it cool it's well, fun I'm, I'm glad you like it I, we like it a lot yeah. too um it's just nice to get up i love up there yeah just north salmon creek area it's just nice it's nice to get out of the the real yeah the real bustle the of Gerdo, everything where yeah. i live <laughs> Oh God! This dude. isn't no, 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 no. Oh yeah, Rose, yeah, 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 yeah. Not as bad as Rosemere. Where's Rosemere? Uh, Fourth Plain, like. I mean, I used to live off Stapleton. Down by, um, well, kind of that area. Okay. Fourth Plain, Stapleton, yeah. Fourth Plain, and uh, Foster. I think. I don't know where Foster is, but Eek. Right yeah. next, right next to Stapleton. I it's like the, uh, that way. You know, if you're driving 500, <laughs> yeah, there used to be those two lights. <laughs> there used to be the two lights at Stapleton, and the other yes. one at Foster. Oh, okay. Right after? Mm-hmm. Going west? West. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I liked living in that area at the time. I don't want to live there now. No, it's gotten really bad. Yeah, here's fine as well, though. Um, but yeah, I just love, I love up there, and I love, it was a nice, it was a nice chill day. How was the sandwich? I mean, it was a sandwich. Yeah, fair I'm enough. just kidding. <laughs> this is good. I, yeah. I didn't have to cook. And people who complain when people cook for them, I, I don't get it. Regardless of if it was delicious or not, I didn't cook it. So Does I that already, mean it wasn't good? No. 
It means I already <laughs> enjoy it because I didn't have to do it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but I love I turkey. Like that, I, I love f- turkey sandwiches. I feel like that's something you say when it was just a little uh, underwhelming. It reminded me of high school a little bit. <laughs> sure. No. Uh, honestly, was that that was coming off of the days of my gallstone? Mm-hmm. So I was just a little. I think everything was swollen in there, uh-huh. and so I just like that's why I didn't eat till later because mm-hmm. everything just feels swollen and tender. Sure. And I was just like, I don't want to eat and then feel like bloated and in pain. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just nibbled a little bit. Nothing against you and your okay. sandwiches. You know I love your gotcha. sandwiches. Yeah, for sure. Stop it. Jen is like the biggest fan of your PB and J's. Right. Which you might be listening and think, or watching and think, well, it's just a PB and J. Is it? <laughs> is it? Have you had one of Jake's jams and jellies? It is different. It is different. It Don't is give different. away your secret. You toast it. Oh, why would you say that? On sourdough. She put it on sourdough. I can't believe that. That's got to be like a war crime. Oh, dude, absolutely not. I love. Have you ever had I that love egg? sandwiches on sourdough, but a PB and J sounds like a war crime. On untoasted sourdough, it's terrible. You toast that sourdough with uh, with peanut butter and jelly. Mm-hmm. It's good shit. I don't. I don't think I can do it's it. It's good shit. <sighs> Portland caught on fire on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, dude, that was just the. Uh, that was a footnote on uh, just a on a whole week of adventures. I don't even feel bad for, for you because you. I've been telling you, listen, you are a you're a great guy. You're one of my best friends, and I, I admire so much about you. But you go above and beyond to try to do the right thing, and maybe you, you've got to be banked so much effing karma, it's unreal. Because your experiences with downtown work and that whole area has shit on you. Absolutely. <laughs> So I there's got to be a bank somewhere just filled with positive karma just waiting for you. I sure hope so. Uh, it, there's got to be. Would you like to tell? Uh, what the the fire? I mean, just any of it, because I know today you had a great day. <laughs> well, last it all started last week when I went into the office on a Monday, which normally Mondays are my work from home days. So to clarify, his. Work from home days, he went into work and told me that he did so because he had a lot to do and wanted to get caught up. Okay, but it, yes. Okay. Yes, I know you You condescendingly looked down on my decision, <laughs> and I understand why, but... I do so even more now. <laughs> I went in because there was things that I needed to print mm-hmm. and you can't I mean you right, can't right. print at your house sure. and you got to got to mail stuff out mm-hmm. I needed there was just shit I needed to do that was going to be way easier in the office because I had stuff I hadn't scanned into work track that I right. needed to work on I was sitting on my desk sure. it was just like Wells is And you know what's there. Wells that is at my, Yeah, Wells is at my dad's house. Like I'm not going to worry about it because normally he's He's at home, on and the person, yeah, and the okay. person who watches him comes to oh, our house. That's right, that's right, that's right. So I work in the other room while yeah. our person, by Kylie's aunt, watches him. Well, that like he was at my dad's instead, mm. and that was like a perfect time for me to go in. Right. I don't have, I don't have to be there right at three thirty for when Kylie's aunt leaves. So mm-hmm. I go into the office. Everything's good. It's a normal day. Um, call my perks. Um, and then I normally I have therapy Monday nights mm-hmm. at five mm-hmm. that I do from home. The this time I was like, well, I didn't get off until five because I didn't get off because I because of the time I came into the office. Yeah. 
So I just did it in my car. Downtown. Downtown. Portland. And so I put the keys in my ignition, not thinking about it, and then Were you doing the audio through your car? No. Oh, okay. And so I was just doing my uh, my therapy through uh, Zoom on my phone, and then an, an hour of it sitting on... Not idle, but just like like accessory or whatever. It's on. Yeah, it's but just it's on. Not started. Yeah, it killed my battery. Yeah, and then it started pouring down rain. It just started <laughs> just slashing down rain. Dude, the best part is all the creeps lurking in your window yeah, while you're so, sitting there. Yeah, so Kylie had to come down with uh, with my jumper cables and give me a jump. But the entire like the probably the half hour I was waiting for that. I had three people, homeless people come up to my window with me sitting in my car peeking into my windows dude like i had to like knock on the window to let one know like hey yeah. i'm in here asshole <laughs> like one like legitimately came up and put like his like nose up to the window with his and with cupped his and eyes cupped his eyes to look into my window that's the one I like knocked on the yeah. window and then a couple of work just kind of doing the walk by and like peek, like oh, peering like in on tippy toes looking in. Yeah. Seeing if oh. there's anything worth smashing and grabbing. That would piss there's me off always, so bad. There's always so much. Yeah. I've almost thought about leaving my car unlocked with just a note saying, dude, just take it. Just don't, please don't break my window. Yeah. Have you ever had your window broken Mm-mm. to steal shit? No. It's the worst. I, I left my gym bag and my backpack from school in there. So they stole all of my school notes, all of my books that I had in my backpack. Mm. And then my I was most bummed about my gym bag. It just had my basketball. When you were at school? No, it was right outside my house like an oh. idiot when I lived down in that Houck neighborhood. Oh, yeah. That was dumb of me. I shouldn't have done it. Yeah. I but mean, also, don't steal my it's shit. Not, but I mean, yeah, I mean, right. It's like, but don't steal shit. Yeah. Like, people are assholes I these are known better these are the worst like yeah. i think as like as a as a just concept mm-hmm. the mentality to be a, like a thief like that mm-hmm. you fucking suck dude. yeah you suck dude can you imagine having because you're house not because you're into? not stealing for need at that point you're literally just stealing for luck of the draw just you might get something you can yeah. go you can go hawk for yeah. a couple hundred bucks like i mean that's drug addiction though. i guess it's i, would I mean imagine. i guess it's need to them yeah. right oh, yeah. anyway they gotta get their fix so my killed my battery, almost got my car broken into while in it by homeless people. <laughs> Tuesday, um, for whatever reason, my my GPS told me, oh, and, and, I'm, yeah. and I always <laughs> I always cut getting to work somewhat short. Like I usually have like a twenty minute window, right? Sure. Like get there before like at least twenty minutes before I have to be there until I'm technically late because we have a flex start time yeah you can start anytime between seven and nine which works perfectly for me otherwise i would be consistently late if yes. i ever had a hard start time yeah. i'm terrible i would too mm-hmm. and i used to be all the time yeah all the time so the flex start time is fantastic yeah it's the best because i aim for 8 30 and if i sometimes i get there at 8 30 sometimes it's 8 45 yeah this time i was like for i always take 405 off of i5 south for whatever reason it told me hey go up keep on i5 south Go over the Markham Bridge mm-hmm. and then take 26 and then come up like the back oh, okay. end yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it dumps you out there right by Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, That's weird. I was like, why would it tell me to do that? There must mm-hmm. be some sort of construction on 405. Mm-hmm. I don't know about whatever. So I do it. But I never drive that section of the Markham yes. Bridge. It's kind of confusing, anyways. Because you would think. It forces you to exit at some point. Yeah, yeah. so like. Um, 
Right. You would think if you're going right west towards Beaverton, the, yeah. e- the exits would be the right side, yeah. right-hand lanes, but actually it's the left-hand lanes. So I end up staying in the right-hand <laughs> lanes and get put onto Twilliger yeah. and then get put all oh. the way. And so I stay on I-5. I know exactly what you're talking about. And it about. takes me all the way up to the curves. Yes. And there's no exit once you right. get on the curves until you get all the way to the top. Yes, the left lane takes you to Beaverton area. Mm-hmm. The right lane takes you south. Yeah. Yes. In my mind, I was thinking. I, I've done it too. In my mind, I was thinking the the opposite. I've done it. So plus, <laughs> it's, plus there's traffic. I didn't know that's the way you went. Yeah. So I ended oh. up going all the way up the curves. Yeah. I had to turn around, come all the way back down. Then it kicks me out into into the city center, mm-hmm. and I had to go all through the like one what ways and it? everything. I got there at eight fifty five. Oh, okay. And then I was there. Wednesday, I remember. Wednesday I worked from home. Yeah. Good job. Good idea. Thursday <laughs> I go to the office. I get all the way to the office door. Yes. And then realize I forgot my badge mm-hmm. and my computer. So I had to turn around, get back in my car, drive all the way home. Yeah. Get my badge, get my computer. And yeah. I was actually planning on getting there at eight. I ended up being fifteen minutes late. Um and what happens with that? I just took uh, leave. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's nice. I just had to let them know. I'm like, hey, I'm going to be 15 minutes oh. late. Requ- I need to request 15 minutes of leave. Yeah. Which was fine. Dude, but this is the best but job I, ever. <laughs> but I got a, uh, I got a, uh, um, I got a, like a commendation, not a commendation, but like they were reading out. Oh, yes. Because somebody. It was a uh, like employee, like public service imp- appreciation month mm-hmm. or something. Like yeah. That. And some, somebody named uh, Lef Jopez mm-hmm. wrote a really nice thing about mm-hmm. me, which was nice. Thank you. You're right. I didn't, no, actually, I didn't actually get to hear it because uh, I wasn't there. As they were reading, I'll forward it to you. <laughs> as, as they were reading that out loud, yeah. and it was anonymous, I'm assuming it it was okay. Yeah, so nobody knew that you wrote it. Your friend wrote <laughs> you wrote it about your friend. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That doesn't take away from what I said. I agree, but I don't know what other people would think. I very much value and appreciate the person that you are for the public and for that administration. Right. Well, thank you. That so means I, a lot. I and tried. if you weren't my friend. I probably think you were weird, but I would still appreciate. I think most people in the office think I'm weird. I definitely don't. There's a there's a office friendship starting to grow with all like kind of the newer people. Okay, I'm definitely outside of that. Oh, which is fine. I'm sorry. I don't care. I'm sorry. I slouch so I don't get seen. (laughs) I said that today. (laughs) She wanted to come talk to you, and she goes, "Oh, where's Jake? Oh, he's not at his desk." I said, "Yes, he is. He's just slouching because I can see your reflection in the window." Yep, I slouch so nobody sees me and comes asking me questions. Yeah, I love it. Uh, so yes, I wrote a very nice thing and I meant it. Well, thank you. Yes. So they were re- they were reading about how great of an employee I am while I was running late. Late, yeah. Trying to call in to tell them I, I was didn't late. Right about your your tart <laughs> your uh, what's it called? Uh, my tardiness. No, but it, it's uh, punct- punctuality. Punctuality. Yeah, I didn't write about that. No, never. <laughs> that is not a straight. I'm smarter strength. than that. And then Friday nothing. Friday, Friday nothing happened. Nope. Uh, thankfully, and then th- Monday, Monday I work from home. Tuesday good, good idea. was the day I park. I'm sure everybody has seen it. Yeah, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. No, Taryn was like, "Is that is that by your work or like is that a fire?" Is what she asked. I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh yeah." So go ahead and what you're gonna? Oh yeah, you come in, you park in the normal space that you do, which is on Taylor and Fifteenth. Don't tell people that. Now they know your car's unguarded. Mm. Are you leaving unlocked do with they, notes? Do they know what kind of car I drive? Mm, I mean, yes, we've talked about it multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> uh, and there's, it's, 
my I've befriended like I don't befriend anybody in the office, but I have befriended the owner of that little like bodega market. Uh, the one we go to up there. Yeah. Okay. The West, he's a nice dude. The West Side Market. Yeah. Super nice dude. Recently had a whole the whole front window of his shop got smashed in. As happens in Portland. And it just, dude, you could just tell like that's his like that's his living, right? Yeah. That's what he do, like. That's what he does. He yeah. owns that market. Yeah. And then above that market is a bunch of old apartment buildings like early 1900s that was built in. yeah very early yeah. very old very early portland very old apartment yeah. buildings and i park pretty much right next to mm-hmm. those apartments yeah. and go to work and then you and i went to go about 10 30 mm-hmm. you and i went to go to that market to caffeinate to get caffeine <laughs> And we see a bunch of fire trucks. Yeah. And do you want to take it from here since sure. I've been talking? Sure. Yeah. I don't. You can talk. No, all no, no, you no, want. no, no, no. You tell a story. You're better at storytelling. So telling. we we come around the corner and we see all of these like emergency vehicles and we're like, wait, okay, I guess we're not going here. In the office, I had heard all these vehicles. They were so loud. It sounded like they were in the parking garage above our office, but. I didn't know where they were going or what. The, it sounded like it, there was a lot. So we turned the corner and we see all of them. And there's kind of a bunch of people standing around. And you're like, we're like, okay, so we should head to the other market. They got the road roped off. I'm like, hold on. I want to see what this is. So I cross the street. We cross the street. And we look and we just see smoke kind of slowly kind of pluming from the windows on like the third floor. We're like, oh, shit. Well, there's a fire. All right. Well, let's go. So we went to the other market. Well, that fire was a three-alarm fire when we saw it. By 11, 11.30, it was a four-alarm fire, and the building was just raging flames. And the PGE, to prevent any possible exposure to electricity or anything like that, shuts off the power for, like, blocks, and that affected our work. Mm -hmm. So they told us, all right, well... You can either work from home or you can just have the day off. Just use your leave if you need to. So we're like, okay. And I'm like, well, shit, I don't want to take the bus home. I was like, I got to talk to Jake or Matt if they'll give me a ride. And you're like, hey, do you want a ride? I was like, yeah, absolutely. So you were parked right next to the building that's on fire. <laughs> and I'm like, well, let's just go get your car. And so we go up there and the the federal police is like, whoa, whoa, whoa what, what are you guys doing? You're like, my, my car's over there. And he goes, oh. And then another employee that we work with was like, yeah, mine's over there, too. He's like, oh, well, let me communicate with the fire team, and we'll figure out what's going on. And he's like, if your car's in that direction, you ain't getting it. Mm-hmm. He's like, Yeah, he came back and said, they expect the building to come down yeah. at any point. Yeah. I, like, I was like, thanks, dude. Like, Great. He's like, yeah, the, the fire trucks have got it completely blocked in. If you're east of 15th, you're not getting your car. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm east of 15th. Yeah. So Matt, Best of luck. Matt was like, all right, well, hey, do you want me to give you guys a ride? And we're like, yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, so as we're leaving, so that's just your luck. Just to recap your luck, of course, mm-hmm. you can't get your car. Leaving at noon or, a, yeah, noon on a on a weekday, like, get the rest of the afternoon off, but you don't get your car. <laughs> so we're leaving, and Matt Matt's driving, and he pulls up to, this like, the cross street where, where the fire is, and there are now like 30 people just all standing out on the ro- on the various corners of the road filming the fire with their phone and Matt rolls down my window <laughs> and yells across me and goes 
hey, is there is there a fire over there? And this guy just looks at him and goes, humongous. It's like, oh, my God. Great. That's hilarious. That was genius, Matt. I love it. I don't love it when you do it at every block after that. <laughs> Yelling across me, asking people, is there a fire over there? But if you haven't seen it, I mean, look it up. It was Portland Four Alarm Fire on Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday, and it was gnarly. So you went back at like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night and got your car. Yeah. No problem. Come on in. Just grab your car. Yeah. They didn't care. <sighs> they were just the the couple firefighters that were there were just eating snacks. I'm impressed with the, the PGE guys the were were in their like little cherry picker things and I heard. I mean, there's so many rumors that go around our office that like I had heard that initially it was a disgruntled tenant who was being evicted, so they lit it on fire. The second somebody even began verbalizing that to me, I go, I don't believe it. Mark sent out an ma- email saying that that's what it was. Yeah, but do you know what his source, who his source was? Uh-uh. Exactly. I don't believe it. I why, don't... why would Mark send out something that's wrong? I feel like he's pretty connected. He heard it from the officer who runs the lobby. I mean, that's a that's a federal security guard. I don't trust anyone. Oh, fine, I'm whatever. cynical, and I don't believe well, anything. Well, how else do you think that it started? I don't know. But that apartment building got a... <laughs> I mean, I don't know. for the answer. <laughs> <laughs> that apartment building got a, uh, a dangerous building warning like two months ago. I heard. It didn't have uh, sprinkler systems, mm-hmm. and it didn't have any sort of fire... They'd never installed any sort of like fire repellent, retardant, like, like, yeah. like in the walls, like nothing. Literally, it was just a tinderbox waiting wow. to go. Wow! And whether some disgruntled dude who's getting evicted yeah, decided not. to to light it on fire yeah. instead of, and then just say fuck it to all. Yeah, that sucks because there's like animals that died. Animals that died. Yeah, there were people who lost everything. Lost everything. Yeah, we lost everything. I will say my new conspiracy because I have to have one, is that today there were suits with investor companies scoping the building outside of it. Like in the fence, just kind of looking at it. How do you know those were investor guys? Sources. Sources? Yourself? Just no, noticing? Just as much sources as those other people. I feel like that. No. I feel like the a, a federal officer who... Somebody saw them and saw a what is it it's like a property management company could it be the property management company that owned the building no it was someone scoping it was the same company from what i heard it's the same company who owns the empty lot behind it but not the building but now want the space that the building's in Hmm. Conspiracy. You think that they purposely let it on fire? I would never say that. <laughs> allegedly? Maybe. I would maybe say allegedly. Okay. <laughs> oh. Say what you God. mean doesn't have a whole lot of liabilities. We can't really be sued. We only got like a hundred some bucks in our little account thing. Yeah. Take us for all we've got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, dude. It sucks. It's terrible. It's sad. Jesse. 
sent a video from his work because he, he does construction. He was up on top of the building, uh, you know, mm-hmm. a few blocks down and sent this insane video. I posted on our Instagram the other day and I'll probably repost it just for this episode. But just looking down and he knew that was right by us. He was like, this is right by your work, dude. You good? And I was like, no, they sent us home. He's like, oh, shit. Like, I mean. I drove by there today. It seemed to be doing okay. If we hadn't lost power, they wouldn't have evacuated us. No, 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 for sure. But, I mean, they closed 405. Mm -hmm. They closed all the blocks around us. So it was definitely the good call because it would have been a nightmare for everyone. Mm -hmm. It's like that snow day when nobody wanted to let anybody go home early. And so, or nobody wanted to leave early, so they all got stuck, and their cars got stuck. Mm-hmm. It was like the snow apocalypse of 2022. Oh, that's right, but we got locked out because we're working. From yes, home. Yeah. yeah, that those are all nightmares mm-hmm. that I don't want to deal with. Yeah, downtown Portland is a shitty place to get stuck in. Yeah, because then they just the critters come out of the, mm-hmm. <laughs> out of the bushes. Speaking of peeking your windows, getting stuck in Portland. Portland Trailblazers have the third pick. Ah, yes, I saw that. Uh, was it Micah Anderson? Wants to no, talk Matt. His name's Matt Malloy. Messaged us. Matt Malloy. Yes, he went to high school with me. Oh, okay. Different, uh, different Matt. Not no, Matt. No, my, not Matt Anderson. Uh, I will say, Matt. I need to give Matt a shout out because he had probably one of the like top. Oh, I don't know if you should say. I should say. That. I'm not going to say that. I'll tell you that joke later. Okay. <laughs> he said a next level joke, and I was like, that is like clever, witty. Beautiful, beautifully written joke. It was about John Morant. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so we got the third pick. Yes. We have been speculating constantly, me, you, and CJ, about what Portland's going to do, what they could do, what we hope they do, what they won't do, um, which is all well and great. But did you see Damien's tweet today? Saying if you want to trade me, send the petition? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think he's I think he's frustrated that there's fans that would rather have a third overall pick rather than him. But that's gotta I be am, that's gotta be a minority. It has to be. But on social media, even it minorities like, yeah. it feels like it's it's it is far more than what people really think. It's so yeah, dumb. Yeah, there are stupid voices who don't know shit. Yeah. And all of them are in I don't radio f- roles working directly with the team. You're talking yeah, <laughs> you're, you're talking about the best player in franchise history. Yeah. You just think that you're going to somehow luck into that. Dude, there are far more busts with the number three overall pick or top five picks in yeah. general than there are Damian Lillard's ever in the league. Yeah. Damian Lillard is a consensus top 75 player of, of all, all time. time. Of all time. And you're willing to trade him in with – Years left in his prime. Yeah, the best season for, he's had in his career last For season. a chance at Shaden Sharp developing. Yeah. And the number three overall pick, which everybody says this draft is Victor Wembenyana, Wembenyana who is a prospect, mm-hmm. but a prospect at the level not seen since LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Scoot Henderson, mm-hmm. who would normally be the consensus number one overall pick in any other draft. And then the drop-off between two and three is fairly significant to where, yes, Brandon Miller is a good prospect. There's nothing guaranteed there. He's not one and two. No. He's not what we've seen from one and two. He would never be a number one overall pick yeah. in mo- like unless you have like a draft, like a really, really bad draft. Right. So... 
he's a good player. He's a good prospect, but by no means is he a sure thing. He's a one-year player yeah. at Alabama, and they got bounced early on as a number one seed in the mm. tournament. I mean. But he's got a dog in him. Is that what people are saying? That's what he said. Oh, he's got the dog in him. Yeah, right? yeah. You know who has a dog in him? His name's Damian Lillard. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it ain't anybody else. It ain't Carmelo Anthony. It ain't everyone else. It's the Jimmy guy Butler's th- got a dog in him. It's a Jimmy Butler is... Dude, I cannot believe Jimmy Butler. I cannot believe Jimmy Butler. That, I don't think, outside of Dirk Nowitzki's run... In 11? In 11, yeah. I don't think I have seen a more dominant single-player performance. Yeah. He's determined as shit. LeBron, the year that they lost. LeBron doesn't even got a dog in him. LeBron, the year they lost in the finals, yeah. where he drug Matthew Dellavedova and yes. that shit. Friend, that was that, what, that shit gave team me a little bit of respect for LeBron to the finals, year. even though they lost. I think in five or six yeah. to the Warriors. Yeah, the fact that they even got to the finals out of that Eastern Conference was that's fair. That was equal to yeah. what I'm seeing. I remember Jimmy. watching him that 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 whole run. Just un, just jaw to the floor the whole time with LeBron. Because I wanted him to lose the first year. Mm-hmm. I wanted him to get stomped out. Back in Cleveland? Yeah. That wasn't the first year, though, right? That wasn't the first yeah. year. So then, what year was that? Two? Two. So two, he was like, I have no one and I'm getting there. And watching him fight, watching him struggle was so pleasing. Because Miami was no struggle. Maybe the first year. or mm-hmm. He lost to the Spurs in, in Dallas, right? Yeah. Um, so watching those losses, it was like, yeah, that's what you get, sucker. Mm-hmm. But then going back and them all just be like, come back, daddy. I was like, he better not win it, dude. I'll be pissed. But after giving every ounce of himself that year and still losing, I was like, all right. He mm-hmm. can win one in Cleveland now. Yeah, I'm cool with that, and he did. Which yeah, is great. And, and he did it beating the best, like the best regular season team of yeah. all time, yeah. which was pretty cool. Yeah, but LeBron doesn't even have a dog in him. You want to tr- you want to get rid of Damian Lillard? Like <laughs> I, I value so much Mamba mentality, and and Kobe, regardless of how trash he got towards the end of his career, mm-hmm. he was out there to kill. Yeah. his work ethic was out there to kill. He worked every day. To beat your ass. It doesn't matter who you were. He's going to kill you. Yeah. So, Damien, when you learn a lot from players, especially in today's today's league, because player agency is so much player mm. agency, mm-hmm. player access, and then just the platforms that players have with social media, you get to know them so much more, I think, than you ever have right. in the past. You get to know them as people rather Parts than just them. players. Well, what they choose to show you. Yeah. Um, and some of them show you things that you don't want to see mm-hmm. John Morant, right? Or that Simon's interview. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> what was the question? When if you suck your own? Oh yeah, never mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. But uh, Damian Lillard. Oh my God! As far as like a leader yeah. of a franchise, yeah. Uh, your number one player. Yeah. Dude, I don't know if there are many. If there's more than a list of maybe three guys in the league that you would rather have right now than Damian the way Lillard. he gets guys to like buy into the team to dedicate themselves to the team the culture that's created by him to make it welcoming like they've even talked about like rookie hazing and mm-hmm. like how yes they do a little bit but they they want them to be productive yeah it's not about like hey we're up here and you're down here it's hey you're the new guy but please get up here and help us mm-hmm. win yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that that's a huge component to it, too. But also the loyalty to the franchise. Mm-hmm. 
that guy's never wavered in his that guy's never wavered in his like loyalty to staying in Portland yeah. and trying to win it here. Right. Dude, that's just that doesn't exist in this league now. Now because you have well, Dirk, you have Kobe, you have Duncan. Yeah, but player movement and free agency was nowhere near what it is now. That's what I'm saying now. Yeah, but that was because things have changed in the league to allow that to happen. Allow the movement to happen? Yeah. Movement is so much more than it ever has been. Are we outside of trades? Like free agency wasn't yeah. free agency really wasn't that uh, wasn't really a thing. It's too much of a thing. I don't like it. Now it's just stressful. Yeah, <laughs> it stresses me out every time. Oh, so but the, because the contracts keep going, go, contracts keep getting mm, more, yeah, and yeah. Uh, the way that they've they've switched everything around with bird rights and you, yeah. you you as the team that drafted you can extend like i don't know it's just with player movement and how much media is out there players wanting to go team up to win championships mm. like it's changed so much sure. the the nature of the league has changed so much and then you have damian lillard who is just so much different than the norm yeah in, in a good way yeah i don't know how you i, I don't know how you sacrifice yeah. that like I don't know how you be you be like ah we're good we're gonna roll with the rooks like no dude yeah no man we have suffered way too long mm-hmm. to finally be in a position where we can't we have actual tangible tradable assets mm-hmm. not just us overvaluing C J McCollum's worth and mm-hmm. saying oh we have some assets we overvalued those assets when the actual truth is is that nobody ever valued our like nobody who had the power to trade for those assets ever thought of them the same way that right. us fans thought of them. Right. Which always creates a disconnect between our expectations of what we should be getting mm-hmm. in a trade versus what actually ended up happening. Right. Now it's just like you actually have a tangible asset. Number three overall in this yeah. year's draft, which as as I'm sitting here slamming the pick, yeah. There are a lot of rebuilding teams mm-hmm. that are going to want that pick because yeah. Brandon Miller or whoever they value is a good is a good prospect, especially for some of the booty ass teams. Yeah, that could take any talent mm-hmm. or any prospect that could grow into something. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there's going to be multiple teams who are going to be looking to blow it up and go young. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, somebody's going to be that's a that is that is. Something, especially yeah. to go from fifth where you were slotted mm-hmm. to be able to jump up to three because yeah. of the lottery. That's it's not a home run, but it's definitely it's not <laughs> nof- it's not nothing. No, no, it's great. We can use it. We can use it. Well, we can use that. We've got a second first round pick this year. Mm-hmm. Once we're able to unlock, pay off our last debt from Neil O'Shea, mm-hmm. unlock the Chicago pick because right now we cannot trade any future picks until we have conveyed. A first-round pick or accepted compensation to the Chicago Bulls for the Larry Nance trade, mm-hmm. because for whatever effing reason, Neil O'Shea gave them a and basically an IOU that mm-hmm. you guys get to pick and choose what you want, mm-hmm. and from here until 2028, mm-hmm. it's lottery protected, but you can turn <laughs> essentially you they oh. can turn it down if they don't want it. Yeah, we can't just be like you take this. Yeah. It's they could be like ah no we'll wait, and, and then, then that holds us up from making moves because we can't trade any future pick until we've unlocked that. 
who made that trade? Well, he's fired. He's a fucking idiot. Yeah. But the for Larry Nance, <laughs> for Larry the Blazer Nance, legend we, that we traded at the trade deadline for, yeah. as a throw-in with C.J. McCollum. Please yeah. take C.J. McCollum's contract. Here's Larry Nance. Yeah. Oh, God. So, don't use the pick for us. Uh, you don't use the pick. You trade it. Okay. We use hopefully number twenty-three with a couple round two sweet like. Second round sweeteners because we sure. got a shit ton of second round picks. Mm-hmm. We take the Knicks pick, which we got number twenty three. A couple of seconds, hopefully that conveys. You, you unlock all of your picks for the future, mm-hmm. so you can trade twenty twenty four through whenever. Mm-hmm. You can't trade back to back picks, so it, un- it would unlock twenty four, twenty six, twenty eight, thirty. Okay, because you can't you the way the league is set up in terms of how you trade first round picks, mm-hmm. you can't trade. You have you can't trade back to back first rounders. Okay. So we could trade every other year. So you have to pick. use one. You have to draft That's in the cool. first round, at least every other, every other year. That's cool. That's cool. Well, I it like keeps, that. It keeps it keeps teams from literally bundling fifty first round picks and saying we'll give you all of our first round picks from here in for perpetuity Giannis. for whoever yeah. it is. Right. Giannis, so, the dream. Um, <laughs> I get why the league did it. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody tanks in this league because mm. it's a star driven league. I know more than any other professional sport. Basketball is a, is about the Jim's and Joe's yeah, more yeah, than yeah. it is like the team. Yeah. Like I don't, yes. Having an eight, an eight deep roster is nice, but if you don't have an MVP level player, you ain't doing shit. No, you ain't doing it. No. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, so I asked you, um, so we've seen a lot of chatter. We'll we'll close this up here a little bit with this and just. Uh, so I've seen a lot of chatter. We know that Dame wants uh, Bridges from mm-hmm. the Nets. Yes, those and guys. I love Bridges. As those a guys are close. He's a good player. I think he adds something to the, this team that we've been missing in a, for a long time. Length, athleticism, and defense at the yes. small forward position. Yes, I mean the small forward has been a black hole on this team since. Nick Batum left. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and even Batum. Even was just yeah, yeah. Not was. a Mikhail Bridges level. Yeah. So small forward. My question was, you know, and I was just sitting there thinking about it today, laying in the hammock. <laughs> so he's he's set on Bridges, but is that because he wants to divert or distract from chasing a center? Because oh, no. his best friend is the center of this team. His best friend? I mean, they. I mean, they are. They are close. He's the godfather to his son. Mm. No, I don't think it's. I because don't because I've seen a lot of media about Cat and Siakam. I think it's way more about the understanding that the center position is essentially super devalued. Okay, and I agree. Win, and this is a wing. It's a athletic wing perimeter game right mm-hmm. now, and. You just need a center who can protect the rim and run the rim. Mm-hmm. That's what you need your center to do. Yeah. And what Macau Bridges gives you is one, w- the ability to guard. Yeah. One through three mm-hmm. at an elite level, mm-hmm. and even the length to drop down in a in a switch situation and guard most fours in this league. Right. One of the best perimeter defender, probably outside of maybe Marcus Smart, the mm-hmm. best perimeter defender in the league. Mm-hmm. Um. An elite level, like an all defensive team level defense. Mm-hmm. We've never had that. Yeah. The closest thing I can think of in the modern era of having that level of defense was Wes Matthews in mm. his prime I prior to Wes. the Achilles. Yeah. Prior to the Achilles. And I think Mikhail is better, way better than him because oh. Wes never got 
Wes never got all defensive considerations. Yeah, yeah. He was good for us. He's good, dude. He is a good. Def- he was good. He's a good on ball defender. Yes. But Michael Bridges does it all, man. He yeah. like on ball, off ball, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like that dude. Not only is he a defender, mm-hmm. but the guy can average twenty plus points. Right, right. On efficient shooting. Yeah. And there are people who believe that he hasn't even maxed out his potential yet. He's still young. I, I agree with that. He's still young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's been behind Booker, Aiton. Chris Paul, he's mm-hmm. played the fourth fiddle offensively mm-hmm. in Phoenix forever. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to see him kind of be the dude in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it kind of fell apart in the playoffs just because they had a just a crap. Yeah. Like they literally just threw a whole bunch of spare parts together. <laughs> yeah. Um so I mean he averaged twenty six in Brooklyn. Yeah. Just pretty good. Yeah. On yeah. like And for a starter and, adding to this team with Damian Lillard. And Jeremy Grant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ability to spot up, the ability to slash, yeah, um, run secondary pick and rolls. Like, the guy, he just fits everything this team needs. Mm-hmm. And I, so I don't think it's necessarily about diverting from Nurk. I think it's more about just understanding the, deva- the devaluation of the center position. Mm-hmm. And, like, if we're going to use our assets to go get something, mm-hmm. it's not a center. It needs to – we need to go get that wing. Mm-hmm. We need to go get that elite-level wing. Because mm-hmm. I think you can go get – a mar- I think you can replace Nurk mm-hmm. with kind of a marginal center. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> because he's, he's yeah. a, one, he's hardly ever available because he's hurt. Yes. When he is available, it's a crapshoot whether you're going... You can tell in the first five minutes if he's going to give a shit that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, he's just... His game is a dinosaur. I will say that the 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 Achilles heel, the the kind of yeah the Achilles heel to Wemby that I've seen in any footage is big dudes banging with him mm-hmm. he can't hang yet. yet yet but neither could Giannis and neither could Katie but from what I've seen he gets muscled down a little bit and he kind of kind of gets wind like the wind knocked out of him sure yeah. I mean he's a light seven foot four dude yeah so we'll see who plays Euro he's ball. probably gonna suck yeah no <laughs> Yes, Jake, you have to say that. Fine, that's right. I'm on board. He's yeah. going to be terrible. He's going to be so bad. He's going to be good. <laughs> no, he's not. Yes, he he's going to be trash. You're one ping pong ball away from that dude. I uh, So how did that work? I didn't I had a lot of shit going on that night, so yeah. I didn't get to watch it's it. It's the way the the So, so how it, does it happen? Well, it's like I don't know, the way the ping pong ball rolled or whatever. So there was like a sequence of ping pong balls and mm-hmm. like we were one number off yeah. from getting the number 1 pick. Mhm. That sucks, dude. And you know why? Because it was nice out. The storm happened the night before, and I was hoping, okay, this is it. Because Portland never has good luck when it's nice out. Mm. They'll never win a championship because the weather, unless it, you know, unless we do get into June, we do see a lot of rain on like uh, uh, the the Rose Festival mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. So that could benefit us if we make it that far. But we always suck in the sun. We always suck in the sun. So we were, I saw the storm, and I'm like, yes, here we go. And then the sun came out the next day, and we missed it by one effing number. I, I thought I thought the Brandon, I thought Brandon Roy coming back to the franchise since he left, for the first time since he left, was going to be the, the, the juju that we needed. And it did. It got us to, It got us from five to three. Yes. I cannot understate the difference in asset between five and three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Three oh, yeah. is something somebody trades for. Five is something that somebody's like, ah, oh, we could take it or leave it. Yeah. And they lowball the shit yeah. out of you, knowing that you have to trade that yes. pick. Yeah. Three is an actual desirable asset. Yeah. I know what CJ was saying, and I get it, that people are going to have Cronin kind of bent over, saying, mm. we know you have to trade it, so they're going to lowball us. Yeah. I think the level of 
talent that could be available at three. If somebody, mm-hmm. if multiple teams see a player that they identify as a guy they want to go get, mm-hmm. and they know it's available, there mm-hmm. might get, there might end up being a bidding war for three. But at also, five, probably not. If they have a player on their team who says, "Look, I don't want to be here." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could do worse yeah. than getting the three. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. We'll see. We'll see. June twenty second. June twenty second. Yep. You sure? I don't know. It could it could be the twenty first. I have no idea. What did whatever that site say, tell you? Mm-hmm. Just trust me, okay? Um, so we did have another request today to talk about the budget ceiling default. Debt ceiling. Debt ceiling. Well, like yeah, the the. Not sure. I mean, I guess you could say the defaulting on the defaulting, defaulting on, on our debt. debt. Yeah. Explain it. Uh, dude, it's it's convoluted. Just give me the cliff notes. Okay, so I'll start it with this. You know when you've ever heard when people talking about a company being triple A rated, double A rated, like in terms of their credit score. Okay, like a company yeah, yeah, has triple yeah. A. Like those are credit those are ra- ranks. Those are ra- those reports. are ratings that a that credit like credit companies people who lend mm-hmm. companies yeah. rate a company based on the strength of the of the borrower's ability to pay back their debts oh so a tri- okay so a triple a rating for mm-hmm. a company is the highest rating you can get microsoft is a triple a company saying on their ability to pay back because high. because the not only is the, have they proven over a long period of time that they pay their debts mm-hmm. they are stable in everything that they do they have mm-hmm. very little like there's not a whole lot of you don't have an elon musk up there just yeah. kind of poking bears and getting himself <laughs> in all sorts of other shit there's just like because tesla is a only a double b rating oh and a lot of that has to do because of so much of debt and speculation in economics is based off of perception. And oh, if you're yeah, perceived yeah, yeah. to be a loose cannon, a loose cannon, uh, an, unre- an unreliable yeah. borrower of other people's funds, yeah, there's going to be a little bit more that makes sense security to the lenders, yeah, based on how like so. For instance, what a triple A rating gets you. Mm-hmm. Is only a two point five percent interest rate on mm-hmm. loans. Mm-hmm. What a double B rate gives you is a five point five percent interest on loans. Okay. That's three percent of difference. When yeah. you're talking about borrowing millions of dollars, it's right. a lot of fucking millions, money millions. over the life of a loan. Billions and billions. If you've got like a thirty year loan, yeah, a, three, a difference in three percent of your interest rate is a lot of effing money, especially yeah. especially if your principal is in the millions. Yeah. So when you're talking about com- well, countries also have. The same kind of rating. Okay, they're That's rated wild. on. They're rated I didn't on, know that. They're rated on the same plane. Yeah. So the United States, for its entire history, well, at least the history of the International Monetary Fund, mm-hmm. has had a AAA rating globally, okay. internationally. So foreign investors, foreign governments, our own government, people mm-hmm. investing in our own government by buying bonds, have always had faith. In the United States, because of one, our stability, mm-hmm. and we've always repaid our debts on time. And we've, perception. We have never, in well, the perception that yeah. we are a stable yeah. investment. Yes. So that has given us a whole lot of 
Capital. Yeah, ca- I mean, capital in the minds yeah. of people around the world. Yeah. That's why our dollar is seen as like the standard bearer for currency. Right. That is why so many countries invest and buy our bonds mm-hmm. because they know they're going to get a return on their investment. They're yeah. not going to lose. There's value. There's only been our credit rating until 2011 had been AAA. Okay. For 50 plus years. Yeah. You know the reason why it dropped? No. By a full letter grade? Well, from AAA to, to AA? AA. For the f- only one time has our credit rating ever dropped. And that was because in 2011, the Republicans did the same shit that they were doing right now. Mm. They fucked around with the debt, saying they weren't going to allow raise the debt ceiling. Mm-hmm. I'll get to what all of these definitions yeah, yeah, yeah. are here. But when they said, we're not going to pay, we're not, we don't know if we're going to raise the debt ceiling. Mm-hmm which is us paying back our debt, mm-hmm. giving our government permission to pay back our debts, mm-hmm. pay our debt, yeah. pay our debts. Oh. Pe- glo- globally, investors, and also domestically investors, yeah. lost, that shows instability, yeah. political instability. Well, is the United States as stable of an investment as it used to be? Yeah. No. So they dropped that rating, which... Uh bumped up interest rates, interest rates on yeah. bonds which then costs billions of dollars because yeah. if you think about the trillions of dollars in bonds that we have mm-hmm. we have 2.8 right now our debt stands at 28.5 trillion dollars mm-hmm. think about the no, difference in just one yeah. <laughs> percent of an interest rate hike yeah. on that mm-hmm. that interest rate hike is then going to get passed on to whom bondholders mm-hmm. the the highest the largest so if you're going to put a pie chart of who holds the united states debt yeah i think this is important if you were to hazard a guess who would you say just because the media is always talking about it and this seems to be a uh I a talking know. point i feel like you and i already talked about it so i know that it's domestic lenders is that the- it's domestic yeah domestic uh, domestic bondholders bondholders okay but we always hear china owns so mm. much of our debt okay china we hear like oh china owns all yes, of our debt yes, they yeah. are they're gonna own us mm-hmm. dude they own less than four percent of our total debt and where what is the majority would you say the biggest slice of that pie of the foreign investment no just all investment the largest, the, the lar- so thirty four thirty four percent is uh-huh. domestic bondholders. Okay, thirty nine percent. Yeah, is the federal <laughs> government. Okay, and four percent is China. Four percent is China. All right. The remainder is foreign investment. The actual, right. num- the actual country right, right, that right. China isn't even the leader amongst foreign countries yeah. in, in holding U.S. debt. Japan is oh. our ally. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh my word. The, so that's just such a that's just such a uh, that's just such a red herring yeah, to talk about absolutely. China being the highest. Oh, we're China's going to own us. We got to stop. We got to cut yeah, our debt absolutely. because China's going to own us. They don't know. They don't own us. That's great information, Jake. That's <laughs> great information because I hear that all the time. Yeah, well, fucking lie. Yeah, and okay. even close to true. Okay, I love that. Uh, so 39% is held by the federal government. Mm-hmm. And you're probably thinking, what do you mean? How does the federal government own the federal government's debt? Yeah. Majority of the federal government's debt is also bonds, but in social security bonds. 
Oh. Or Federal Reserve bonds. Right, okay. So essentially, domestic holders, so a lot of like the Social Security fund, Mm -hmm. like the money that funds people's retirement, people's disability, uh, is held in bonds Mm -hmm. that have interest rates that people like that accrues money. Okay. Right? Yeah. So a lot of our debt is held in Social Security bonds. Mm -hmm. Those come due. We have to make payments. Mm-hmm. Two people's retirements, two people's disability. Okay. So when what the debt ceiling is, and I don't want to sound like the, I think the debt ceiling is completely stupid. Yeah. Because it kind of is. Okay. We're the only country in the entire world that has. Well, no, sorry. There are two countries <laughs> that have debt ceilings. Okay. Us and Denmark. Okay. Denmark's Denmark set theirs so high that it will never affect their economy. Mm, okay. Ours needs to be basically risen. Regularly, on almost a yearly basis oh at this point, okay. because we keep shooting past the debt, the debt limit. Right. So the way the the law was written after World War One is that Congress approves a certain level of debt mm-hmm. that the United States can accrue. So the so do you know the difference between deficit and debt? Over what time of period? Sorry, I just want to answer. Just the debt level. Okay. So they just put it at a number. Okay, and what is the difference between deficit and debt? Yeah. D- answer. Oh, you don't? Okay. <laughs> no. um, deficit is the amount of money that you owe, mm-hmm. but don't like. So, if, say, for this month alone, mm-hmm. the United States has $300,000, $300 million, like $300 billion in, ex- in expenditures okay. they have to pay for this month. Right. But we only have taken in two hundred and fifty million and two hundred fifty billion in tax revenue. Okay. We have to make up that fifty billion somewhere, mm-hmm. right? So we accrue. So that that's the deficit. Mm-hmm. Okay. That goes to then at the end of the year basically goes to our national debt. debt. Okay, gotcha. So the um because we have constantly been running above each month for ever mm-hmm. we have been because of wars recessions and pandemics mo- pandemics mm-hmm. economists say debt yeah. is not a bad thing if you're losing using debt in a constructive way mm-hmm. like helping your economy stay afloat in yeah. a tumultuous time yeah if war is seen as a good thing yeah for your economy or for you as a country then fine i guess that's a necessary expenditure right the so w- debt is not a necessarily a bad thing Economists are even split on whether the debt being at the height that it is is even may not even a bad thing. Nobody actually knows if the debt if, if debt is going to hurt our economy in the long run yeah. or like or not matter. Like yeah. nobody really knows, and no one, no economists can say definitively. Some right. are more worried about it than others. Yeah, others are like, well, you know, we don't know, mm-hmm. so yolo. Okay, um, <laughs> the. So what the debt ceiling does is it says you can Congress mm-hmm. cannot ha- accrue more debt than whatever the number was that they set it out the last right, time. Right. So they have to vote to raise it. Right. Which is stupid because it's contradictory in nature. Because you know who also s- passes the budget? Them. Congress. Yeah. So if Congress passes a budget That's that says more. that we are going to spend twelve. <laughs> Like say, just let's put this in dollars, to make yeah. it more understanding. Yeah, we're gonna we pass a budget that says we're gonna spend twelve. 
but we've only given ourselves permission to spend 10. Yeah. So in order for us to be able to pay that 12, mm -hmm. we have to then vote again to give us permission to spend that extra two. Okay. That's essentially what the debt ceiling is. Okay. It's a stupid mechanism yeah. that in, in a perfect world with a functioning Congress mm -hmm. makes sense because you can say, hey, we have a debt ceiling. And, you know, if we're approaching that debt ceiling, maybe we pump the brakes on our budget. Mm -hmm. We regroup. We come together. We come to consensus and say, hey, what should we do? Is the, is raising the debt ceiling something that we should do? Or maybe right. we should reel back spending. Yeah. Neither party has ever had any interest in actually cutting spending. Right. Cutting the deficit in any particular mm -hmm. way. Because it's not politically expedient yes. to cut costs. Yes. So... We use this political brinkmanship every so often when you elect. This is the con one, the debt ceiling, and then the constant. The debt ceiling made sense when it was passed because mm -hmm. it was in the wake of the Great Depression. Right. Now it doesn't make any sense, mm -hmm. especially doesn't make any sense because we've elected a whole bunch of people who don't know shit about fuck, mm -hmm. who are just idiots and are willing <laughs> to play complete chicken with the national economy. Yeah. Because the one thing, now when I said that economists are not in consensus on how bad debt is yeah. for our, the longevity of our economy, they are in consensus about one thing. Default is the worst thing you can do to an economy. Mm -hmm. When you default on your loans, yeah. you are telling investors, you can't trust us. Yeah. We're not going to pay back our debts. Yeah. That is the fastest way to hike your interest rates. Yeah. Just in 2011, just the brinkmanship of getting close right to defaulting on our on our debt mm -hmm. caused a drop in our grade in our grade yeah could you imagine what actually defaulting, defaulting. on our yeah. debt would do so keep in mind that we because we passed a budget mm -hmm. we can fund the economy to a certain point right. right we take in the government if we default on our debt mm -hmm. the government can the government can um, pay for certain things. Mm -hmm. It can pay for the amount of money it is still taking in from general tax revenue. Right. But because of that deficit, yeah. right, we have a budget of three hundred billion, but yeah. we only take in two hundred and fifty yeah. billion. So that fifty, yeah, we can no longer pay for. So, what do we do? Yeah. What gets cut? Oh. And it's 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 going to be emergency stuff. You know who doesn't get paid? <sighs> Soldiers. <laughs> really? Federal workers. Your social security benefit. Food stamps. Wow. Medicare, Medicaid. Yeah. All so pay, basically paying anybody who works in the government mm -hmm. <laughs> secures our government secures our country. Yeah. And then any benefit that you would therefore could any like any tangible benefit, any needs based benefit, is the first to get cut. Holy shit! So, yeah. So playing is chicken it, is it worth it to get what you want? Yeah. And what's so dumb is that McCarthy, mm -hmm. the House Majority Leader, he when he got the House to pass right on party lines, mm -hmm. his proposed. We'll raise the debt ceiling if you literally just gut mm -hmm. food stamp programs. You cut Medicaid. You cut basically <sighs> all entitlements. Yeah. Which 
his own party didn't even most the majority of his own party had to be literally whipped into shape into voting for this mm-hmm. thing most of them don't even want it yeah. because so many of them know that their constituents rely yeah. on those benefits that are getting cut yeah so it's a non-starter in the senate yeah for the democrats in the senate right right and it's a non-starter for the president yeah there mccarthy passed it and said, well, we're passing this to get to the negotiation table, yet has not negotiated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, because he's being, well, McCarthy's in an unenviable position. One, yeah, he yeah, should yeah. have never been Speaker of the House. He's an idiot. He's just, he's not capable. Yeah. He's not capable. He wouldn't be capable under good circumstances, mm-hmm. let alone having a completely split party between crazies mm-hmm. who don't know shit about fuck who are. Apparently just fine going off of the economic cliff. Yeah. Because they're elected by people who live in the Fox News world Mm -hmm. thinking Mm -hmm. that all of this is just you just tell the liberals to go fuck themselves and then somehow we all live in a perfect world. Yeah. If liberals are crying, somehow we win. Vengeful politics. Yeah. Somehow if if liberals are crying. Yeah, we're winning. I'm winning and we're all living a good perfect world wait what do you mean my social security got cut exactly <laughs> oh, so God. the majority of the people but then you have moderates who were like who didn't want this to begin right, with right right in in the same party in the same party and this guy this like milk toast <laughs> sob is going to yeah. be the one to put forth some sort of he's going to unify him so you know so the democrats there this is how crazy it's gotten yeah Democrats are basically have come up, come up with a save McCarthy plan where they go, you come up with something that your moderates can come up with. We will back you. Yeah. Get that passed. Yeah. So we can stop this. And that as of today. Yeah. We only have. We only raised the debt ceiling to May 19th. That's tomorrow. Oh, my God. We default. Yeah. June 6th. Okay. They're gonna, they're Every gonna time between nineteenth, the nineteenth, yeah. and June sixth, that two that week, that two week period, every day. Think about two thousand eleven. Yeah, yeah. That's tomorrow is when the clock starts yeah. on that. And the world is watching, and investors are watching. It will not only cut, co- but who does it hurt the most? Everyone. It all hurts the constituents. U.S. Well, it hurts everybody. Jim's and Joe's. It hurts everybody. Yeah. But it hurts Americans yeah. more than it hurts anybody else. Yeah. Because as much as they want to tell you that China holds our debt, that's bullshit. Yeah. The majority of the of U.S. debt holders is U.S. citizens. Yeah. We are hurting ourselves by doing this. If you want to have a conversation mm-hmm. about all of this stuff, yeah. Fine. Have right. it. In, have it in the like it, a month ago. Have it in. <laughs> you can't use the debt ceiling. The other misnomer yeah. about the debt ceiling, it is not a permission for government to borrow. Yeah. It is a permission for government to pay back the money it already okayed mm-hmm. to spend. Mm, okay. Because the, the we okayed the money to be spent under the budget. Yes. Who Trump, we raised it three times during Trump's administration. Mm-hmm. So if he was the stalwart conservative, why were we raising the budget so much? Mm. Whatever. It's, yeah. This is not partisan. Right. It's not. This shouldn't be a partisan issue. Yeah. This is a common sense issue. Yeah. That's what you have to do. You have to... You have. We have to raise the debt ceiling. Yeah. Because we have to pay back our debts. Yeah. 
we've already spent that money. So we're basically telling the world we're a bunch of deadbeats who don't pay our debts. Is that what is that the America that you want to project to the world? So That's we're, making we're fucking America deadbeats? great again, dude. God damn. Forget <laughs> about all of the the uh, this the uh, oh I don't know, Lord. like the, I guess this the soft consequences of this is like yeah. oh we lose standing in the world because tangibly yeah, yeah, right, i don't right, think most right. people most people don't understand why that is going to or affect why it matters anything. but i can tell you we're going to be known as a deadbeat yeah that is tangible and you will feel the consequences the tangi- of being the, a deadbeat the chan the tangible ramifications of defaulting yeah is a higher interest rate on everything yeah uh, well thank you so much for so eloquently putting that if i can follow they can follow and that was a request from someone i hope you enjoyed that alicia and everybody else listening uh okay bye bye i'd rather be like a treasure from a sunken pirate wreck scrub the deck and make it look shiny i will sparkle like a wealthy woman's neck just a sec, don't you know? Fish are dumb, dumb, dumb. They chase anything that good us. Beginners. Oh, and here they come, come, come to the brightest thing that good us. Mm, fish dinners. I just love fish.